Welcome back. I'm so excited. I feel like it's been so long since we last recorded an episode. Um, it's really been years and years. I know. There's so much, so much has happened. Ugh, it's just been a full, full couple. I guess it's been almost two weeks now since we I know recorded. it has or, almost been two yeah. weeks. So we've sort of been finishing up our finals for. Um, well, some of us have been finishing up. Some of us have really been procrastinating, but that's okay. You know, that's okay. everyone moves at different speeds. Absolutely. You know, um, and so Phoebe, tell me, tell me what you've been up to other than procrastinating. Well, I've been like. I wouldn't say I've been procrastinating on my schoolwork, but I've been living very fully in other ways, in other terms. See, that's um, extremely important. Exactly. I think so. Um, well, I actually have been experiencing a bout of insomnia. So I have Aww. been going to bed, but it's okay, actually. I have been going to bed around 4 a.m. And it's actually I've noticed. Nice. I've noticed You've sometimes noticed you because- text me back just as I'm about to go to sleep and yeah just so everybody knows um, there were five hours apart we're on the other side of the Atlantic but that's okay I go to sleep just as the sun is rising so it's nice I go to sleep with like a chorus of the birds chirping and you know the seagulls fighting and it's it's okay it's a nice schedule that's so scary for me though every time I stay up for so long that Mm -hmm. the birds start calling that's when I know that it's going to be an all-nighter like my body just thinks that it's automatically morning and mm-hmm. I just like the birds singing like that just I don't know any any idea of sleep that I had will leave in my head will leave my body well luckily I think this has to do a lot with my moon sign and astrology my moon sign is in Scorpio and Scorpio moons are notorious for being quite nocturnal uh, and so I'm really exploring that side of myself during this time but um today I had a really nice day actually I woke up um every morning I've been doing like a little exercise with my sister Amanda oh that's nice um, skyting and then not skyting this morning skyting is this yoga like online platform that we've been doing which we've really been enjoying but Amanda kind of loves this woman her name is Megan I don't know the name of her program she's like this totally insane woman who just has you like jump around for an hour oh wow um Amanda's very into it I think I've like sprained my ankle again a couple times since oh, doing no. it but again why not um and yeah and I went for a really nice walk today right the weather's I, been so nice in the UK right it has been nice today it was like quite windy I felt like oh. I was going to be blown away um, I tried to walk on the pier here in St. Andrews and I turned around because I thought I might be blown off it and I just didn't feel like that was a good situation to put myself in. Um, what else? Oh, I started a new book today. Um, it's called An Evening with Claire by, I have no idea how to say the guy's name despite the fact that I study Russian. Um, 
but look it up on the internet if it so pleases you. I'm really enjoying it so far. Oh, Phoebe, um, where do you get your ideas for like which books you want to read? I guess. Hmm. Like, where do you get inspiration? I guess like once you like, I'm, I mean, I study Russian, so I'm very interested in Russian literature. Right. So I really try to read like as much as I can of Russian literature um maybe like online articles or like if I read one author I like and you know they reference another author in their book I'll want to read that author um right. yeah so that's kind of what I did today um made some really good dinner Fun. had some salmon um it was really good um Yum. yeah but what about you Junia what have I been up to I um well I finished my finals and then I went through a day or two of just complete utter nothing mm. and sort of I felt very that's lost. my that's my favorite state to be in nothing utter nothing I know I know the thing is I think I'm the type of person like I always find a problem to work towards fixing and you know mm-hmm. usually that's like the next school project or well Junia, Um, fix me. I'll be your problem. (laughs) I know. And so in my whole problematic sort of state of nothingness, I thought that it would be fun to make a website and a blog for us for Red Wine White Couch, the podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I love this idea, and Junia just surprised me with this whole website that she made that's so beautiful. Right, so I um, decided that I would learn to design a website um, because I had nothing to do, and that I would surprise Phoebe with it, and it's going to be a space for us to sort of write anything from book recommendations to just, you know, daily musings or any creative writing that we've um, that we've worked on or or what else, you know, astrology thoughts or like music reviews. Oh, there'll reviews. be many astrology thoughts. Eventually, yes, maybe like, like concert reviews. Yeah, maybe some interviews with people we find interesting. Exactly. Interesting interviews. Sort of just um, a yeah. one-stop shop for anything that doesn't make it onto our podcast, which is quite exactly. a lot. Exactly. We're just so full of knowledge that we want to share. <laughs> exactly. Including, so, yeah, including. So tune in. Right. One, one post that I'm really excited to hear Phoebe, uh, to um, read that Phoebe's going to write is um, Bizu in quarantine. Oh yeah. My dog has been having a very fruitful quarantine. She's in New York with my mother and my mother's boyfriend and they really love to send me photos of Bizu and all sorts of ridiculous, you know, poses and outfits. She has a mask. Um, she enjoys a daily walk in Central Park. She's right. really living it up, Bizu. Should do like a day in the life of a quarantined dog in New York City. Yeah, no, Bizu is actually going to write the article and we're going to share it. Right. It's not me. Right, right. It's, um, it's, so not yeah. it's not me. It's Bizu. Um, so look forward to Bizu's article. Exactly. I'm so excited. So we will be um, releasing that website um, as soon as we release this podcast, I think. I think that's a great idea. (laughs) Right. And then what else have I been doing? I've been listening to a lot of symphonies. So typically... Ooh, what symphonies? Me too today, Junie. I was listening to so many symphonies Really, I've listened to... Brahms Symphony Number no. Four. Maybe stop. I was listening through. to Brahms Symphony Number no. Three today. Oh my god! Stop. Yeah, I love Brahms. Um, I never appreciated Brahms too much growing up. Um, mm-hmm. but like I finally, I don't know. I feel like I've grown more into loving Brahms and especially his symphonies. 
And I've also listened a lot to Mendel Mendelssohn's Scottish Symphony and Mendelssohn's Junior, Italian Junior. symphonies. I was listening to Mendelssohn and Brahms today. That was what I was listening to all day. Oh my god! I love see, the Scottish we're symphony. Meant to be. It's so meant to be. Like yeah. ugh, I knew you were gonna say that too. I just I had a feeling. I know. Um, it's so just beautiful. it makes oh me gosh. feel like I'm in. So usually I'll listen to sort of chamber music or sort of more solo piano music especially while I'm studying it doesn't distract my brain too much but while I've been sort of sitting around I've been listening to full symphonies and it sort of gives me this whole sort of it makes me feel more like I'm sitting in a concert hall because it's just a much bigger sort of piece and performance much bigger sound a much bigger sound and fuller sound and it just it made me miss um it made me miss going to concerts so much and I'm so sad that like we don't know when we'll be able to go to a big concert hall again and and listen yeah I mean that's honestly been something that's so sad for me to think about like you know that I won't be able to go to a concert or ballet for like god knows how long um and I know that might seem like almost a frivolous thing to say but for me that's such an essential part of my life that to like not know when I'm gonna have that again like to think that there's gonna be a year in my life where like I didn't have concerts or I didn't have ballet like what am I doing in that year of my life then? You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, I think the last the last two I've been to were with Phoebe, actually. Yeah, I went to the ballet in, in I think it was like March 1st in New York. And then I came right. back here. That's when you went to New yeah. York. And actually, um, the first time this year that we went, that was that day and that night, I met Simon for the first time. My friend Simon. Yes, we went to a concert at the New York Philharmonic. And then we moseyed on downtown for drinks with Simon. And we're really excited to have Simon as a guest on our podcast today. Yes. Oh, my God. He is like, I'm such a fangirl of Simon. He is so amazing. And like his Instagram is just like he's a flawless human being. And we just wanted to share. We just wanted to share him like with the whole world. So or at least to our listeners of the podcast. Our listeners are the whole world. They're our whole world. Oh, that's so true. (laughs) So, Simon, can we dial in Simon? Yeah, hi, Sam- Simon, are you there? Bring, bring, yes, calling in. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Simon. <laughs> First of all, Simon. very much flattered and very much flawed. Um, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for uh, delighting me to be here on this fantastic podcast. I have loved your episodes greatly. Oh, I've already, my, my so knowledge is, is deeply enriched already. I have to it's say. Expanded. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, um, that's the goal. Thank you so much. We're so honored that you would want to come and, and talk with us. Well, of course. Why wouldn't I want to come rant to Phoebe? The, <laughs> and and of course, it, ha- it happens anyway, so we might as well record it. But um, you were Simon was literally one of the first people I thought about to have on the pod because I'm a crazy are, person. He's a crazy person, but wherever we are or like whoever we're with, Simon can just chat them up and make friends. Um, so I thought it would be really fun to have him on the pot. He's also a very intelligent, interesting individual. And although you can't see this on the podcast, he's also very beautiful. So look at our Instagram for photos of Simon. Oh, yes. We will be creating an entire profile for him on our website and on our Instagram. So. Yes, yes. I've been profiled. Uh, so, 
So, Simon, <laughs> uh, do you want to just like introduce yourself and say where you are? Yeah, right now tell us in a the world bit about yourself. So, my name is Simon Lieber. Sounds like an investment banker. I am the son <laughs> of a Pennsylvania Jewish mother and a mm. New York Jewish father. And I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. Um, if you can't tell by my ex, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, there's not much of a New York accent anymore, that, to my it's understanding. It's kind of disappeared. I kind of, I think I kind of, kind of have, like, maybe a little bit of a New York, like, squawk accent. Um, <laughs> you like, mean I do frantic? I, yeah, like a little frantic. So it's more just like a state of mind. It's more like an amphetamine craze. Yeah, or exactly. Or that. <laughs> um, um, but, so I grew up in Brooklyn. I attended a Jewish school for seven years, um... Which I, I adored. I know it's crazy. And then I came to the lovely St. Anne's High School in Brooklyn Heights, very bougie, where I met lovely Phoebe Roberts. Um, uh, we met in the class, or no, we met in when I was in ninth grade. Um, it was uh, what was it? It was chemistry with this ins- lunatic no of a idea. teacher. I have no idea what that class was because I Wait, never did attended. Did you take chemistry? She did. I would say I, I would say part time. Oh. It was a part time. <laughs> Most of the time, her in chemistry um, uh, was kind of more just her eating her vegan baked goods, which she would occasionally would... share with the class, oh but God. it was a rarity. I would, I would occasionally show up to class, and well, I would always have that class. It was always my first class of the day after ballet, so I had to have like a little snack or I had to have my lunch. If that did, if I was there. <laughs> Um, so, but we, we, we didn't get so close then, but we recognized, I think, each other's no, we, beauty. Wait, you go ahead. I, and then oh, we recognized we really, each other's beauty? Yeah, I think so. I think we recognized oh. the, the, the connection we rec- there. The connection was yeah. definitely there. I, I think <laughs> we did kind of, we started to talk though, because like when I would show up maybe like one out of every five classes, I had to sit in the front row Yeah. because I didn't because wear contacts. Late, or, oh. No, no, no. I mean, probably that too, but I didn't wear contacts or glasses at that point, yet I was very nearsighted. Um, Mrs. Blind is so about Yeah, I had to sit <laughs> Actually, in the Actually, Phoebe, I will give you a run for your money on the blindness. No, Junior has even worse eyesight than mine. Um, that's true. I'm rolling with 2020 but, over here. Sorry. Oh, Simon, <laughs> you're so youthful. Um, so... Yeah, so I had to sit in the front row, but like sometimes I, when I would show up, you would be sitting in the front row because it wasn't like anyone was expecting me to come to class. So then I'd be like, "Can you move?" And I remember you'd be like, "And you'd be like, no." And I'd be like, "We well, need to move." But then I, you wouldn't move, so I would just like pull up another chair and like squeeze in. So then we became very close. Do you remember that? No, I have no recollection. Well, whatsoever. it happened. It happened. It happened. I'm sure. A modern it did. love um, story. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then me and Phoebe kissed right there. In the middle, right in front of everybody. What if we kiss in, in the front, front row? <laughs> I'm sure we have in the front row of our chemistry class. Chemistry, yeah, yeah. It was chemistry. That's okay. Um, um, but then we truly reconnected in yet another, I think, even more confusing uh, science class. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, physics, so I went, I went colon, a- mechanics, and relativity. Taught by yeah, I have no idea. Oh, Phoebe a lun- took also another uh, lunatic. physics and ca- and. Oh, but I wouldn't call it class. physics. It was pretty much physics um, with a whole lot of yoga and a lot less math. Um, so basically, there was very little school going on. Basically, I went away to Switzerland, and then I came back, like, at the end of January. 
And this was my first class I was showing up to, um, this physics or whatever the fuck it was class. And my, I was like very nervous about going back to school. And my advisor had told me that he had like warned all my teachers that I was coming back and like everyone was, everything was good. So I go up to this guy, I already forgot his name, who's the teacher of this class. And I'm like, hi, I'm Phoebe. Yeah, him. I'm like, hi, I'm Phoebe. I'm like shaking inside. I'm so nervous. And he literally had no idea. I'll do, I'll, do, I'll do my impression. Oh, hello, Phoebe. Welcome <laughs> oh to the class. <laughs> that is what he sounded like. So I was like, great. Like, fuck me. I'm already so nervous. And now no, no one even knows that I'm showing up. And then Simon, like an angel, just walked in the door. And you hit the floor when you saw me standing yeah, there. Yeah, I was very surprised. Oh, wow. I, again, don't yeah, remember that moment, but I was probably super surprised. Oh, great. <laughs> I knew you weren't going to remember anyways. But anyways, you made me feel so much better that morning, Simon, that I was so nervous. Because, like, I was like, oh, my God, someone's happy to see me. Um, oh, that's so You know, sweet. knows that I'm back. So that was really nice. Yeah, and then that class was – he would start out each class with, like, a 10-minute meditation. And keep in was mind, this class was already officially started 10 minutes late. Um, uh, no, it was 15 minutes. It started 15 minutes late because he didn't he just want de- people he- to come in late. <laughs> he, he just decided that it was going to start 15 minutes late, and then he did a 10 minute meditation. So we and did he would talk little. Like, yeah, we um, did little. Um, yeah. And then afterwards, we would always stroll down um, Pierpont, turn the corner, and we needed to get Phoebe her fix of juice press. So that was always in our future. Or Paralandra, which would also be my fix. Oh, God, I miss Paralandra so I think much. We, we first bonded on our deep appreciation for health food. Um, to clarify, yeah, wait, what's, what's Paralando? We have it, to talk about Paralando. Simon, it, you say what this it is. is. This is a health uh, food store in Brooklyn Heights that has quite a cult following to it. Um, the many oh, tofu wow. products that line the shelves are, I think, just as valuable as gold. Um, in I that neighborhood. So. Yeah, the Brooklyn Heights moms, they um, love it. Uh, I used to go in there just to, like, hang out. There are no chairs, girl. (laughs) No, I know, but I would just, like, wander. (laughs) I would just, like, hang out in her laundry. Like, I just loved it in there. Yeah, it's in four aisles. (laughs) (laughs) I miss going to places just to wander and hang out, though. Oh, my God. I'm going to, like, when this is all over, if it's Yeah, I miss going to... I'm going to make my way back to Paralandra and just, like, lick the floor, you know? I don't... I don't think you Girl, should do that. Girl, that's how you people. get COVID. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, once, you know, maybe in, like, or 30 years. Or some other sort of know. fungal disease. Well, <laughs> I'll take my chances. <laughs> Miss is fungal now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Simon. Yes. Let's get down and dirty. Okay, so what have... Let's do it. What have you... Um, what have you been doing in the in the choir in quarantine? You know, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised my, by myself. I um, I went into oh, this yeah. thinking where are you, that where are you located? I'm, yeah, where are you right now? I'm in, in the world? gorgeous upstate New York. You know, there are many uh, people who are deeply ashamed about the fact that they have escaped to the countryside, and I cannot say that I'm one of them. I feel really lucky. I mean, every day, I've really never been. This is my family's summer home. And I've really never been here for, like, a full season change. And there's something that's felt really special about that. Um, right? I mean, spring must have been so gorgeous. So gorgeous. I mean, it's just finally hitting. Like, today is pretty much the first day when the forest is really covered in foliage. So I got to walk wow. through it this morning with my, my thermos of coffee um, and oh, do my so crossword nice. overlooking the pond. Oh. It was gorgeous. I spent a weekend up there last summer with you, and it was so beautiful. It was so I funny. It. it was. I also smoked um, Phoebe out. <laughs> oh, my God, no, Simon. <laughs> Wait, you can't speak about that. 
Oh, well, now you've said it. It's okay. You know, <laughs> things like that happen sometimes. <laughs> um, okay. So, like, what have you... Have you been reading anything interesting in you the know, car? You know, I have been reading less than I would have liked to. I'm, I'm still currently mm-hmm. in school. To clarify, I am still in my senior year of high school. Um, Simon's oh, really a young are you, Oh, when are you finished? So, I'm finishing in June 9th, on June 9th, and... I originally was going to go to NYU Gallatin this coming September, but there's been a whole plan change just due to a little virus, and I'm taking okay. a gap year. Oh, okay, that's I'm really smart. excited for. I'm excited for your gap year. Still very uh, up in the air about what exactly my life will be. Uh, well, you know, life-wise, but I uh, think I think Simon had an idea to live in Paris next year. I think, I, think that, I personally think yeah. that's a really great idea because then Simon would be closer to us. Yeah. Right, and like we'll be closer I'm to so Simon. Given, given I make it out of the States. So Yeah, given anyone makes it anywhere, so then we can go to si- to Paris and visit Simon. I think this um, is the capital idea. Just And just I think that, that we should all Simon and I kind of touched on this briefly the last time we spoke, but I think we should really um, look into that chateau market right now. Oh buy yeah, yeah. A chateau. It's super, it's super rent, good. You know? It's never so, like, been lower. Time, it's never the been lower. So like right ne- now, yeah. yeah. So when the second wave of this comes in the winter, we'll just find ourselves in a chateau somewhere in the French countryside, blanketed eating, like, by a wall of stone. Yeah, <laughs> eating roasted chestnuts. You know what I'm saying? Um, can we please make sure it's made out of rose quartz? Just anything. I want it all rose gold, rose quartz. But I'm like, come on, if there's a second wave of this, and like, I really need to find myself in a chateau. If anyone has a chateau who's a listener, feel free to invite me to it. Phoebe, you're such a bitch. I am a yeah. bitch. I love it. Big bitch. Um, um, yeah, but I think, so what were you going to, what, what I've been doing what in are your ideas? No, but what are your ideas for this gap year next year? You just don't even know at this point, so, which is okay. I mean, it, it was kind of a quick spur of the moment decision, but mm-hmm. um, I have just signed to a, a new modeling agency in New York, and I perhaps Ooh. they could. Oh my god, I haven't heard about this. With someone in Paris, yeah. I mean, I so I've been modeling for about to all the podcast listeners for about four years now, which is far too young to start. Um, how old were you when how you did started? You get, yeah, and how did you get started? I think that's um, a really interesting... I was uh, 14, walking into GovBall, the, this music festival <laughs> in New York City called <laughs> Governor's Ball. I didn't know that. Um, I am... Isn't as that soon a as I walked through for the gate, it, it, Yes, it was, but my... I, I've gone... Uh, back then, it was a, a tradition. Every year, we would do it. I felt like such a, a little, what was it, probably a ninth grade baddie. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I walked into the gates and immediately I'm solicited by this woman um, with long black hair who says, how tall are you? With a kind of devilish grin on her even face. Say hi. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> um, that sounds like the start to a great story. Yeah, The Shining. Um, yeah. And <laughs> I, I mean, I was, I was 6'1 at the time. I'm 6'3 now. Um. And she takes my email, um, my name, of course, and zippity zoos up. Well, later that week, I am there with my parents signing a contract. Um, but they turned out to be a tad corrupt. I have yet to still be paid in some ways. 
Because Simon has made a lot of money because he is a very successful model. Oh, stop. I am not. No, it's there true. Are many people who make far more than I do. Um, but it's not about the money. It's, it's about the quality, you know? Oh. <laughs> um, and Simon, I hope you... Well, I, can you brag about, like, your projects? Otherwise, I'll brag about them for you. Um, like, how you, you were, like, blown up on, like, the side of a building in Tokyo. That's right. true. Let's that was just for, get a little did, timeline, uh... sort of, how... <laughs> right, how sorry, I just got so excited. Okay, so I, I started, I mean, I, that summer I started right away, and it was, like, Men's Fashion Week, I think maybe two weeks after. So I did, I did three shows that season. One of them was this small Chinese brand called Fengsheng Wang. I forget what the other two were. Um... Uh, one was Ovadi and Sons, which is also this kind of small brand. I think they're Nordstrom's or something. Um, mm. Israeli. They were super nice. Um, I don't remember what the third one was. but And then I was doing kind of just throughout that summer, um, e-com, which is basically where you just stand in like 40 different outfits for eight hours and have your photo taken on a white background for a website. Right. Um, and showrooms, those are the best because you have to be there for like 30 minutes and make so much money um you just put on an outfit and show it to a buyer it, it that was a very i mean it was a very simple job uh, all of modeling is i mean i it is emotionally taxing in some ways and i can't speak for everyone um because i've never been a, a full-time 100 percent model who's traveling the world constantly but there's something very easy about the job i can't lie like i think that modeling is given a lot of sympathy in not all of the ways that it deserves. It's emotionally taxing in a lot of ways and can be financially a little bit kind of unstable, but at the same time, you're not required to do much work. or And very little thinking. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Do you think I'm, there's a difference between, like, your experience and, like, your female counterparts? In yeah, oh my god, of course. Yeah, extremely. And I think that it's kind of also always evolving. There are periods of time even in the past few years like I feel like it's in constant shift between like whether men or women in the modeling industry are more sexualized because kind of whenever I feel like one is given more light the other there's like an opportunity or kind of a loophole for people to make kind of I don't know like change their branding so I feel like right, right. now especially it's super hot um no not necessarily trying to play on words there it's super hot to sexualize men and there's this kind of i don't know like boyish obsession that people have um right but it's it's not necessarily a bad thing like for me i've always been very assertive so i've kind of evaded any situations i feel uncomfortable in um again i cannot speak for everyone on that part and i know people have been in crazy situations but all i can say is my experience with modeling has been relatively simple what are like some of just highlight some of sort of the big moments in your modeling career or like some really interesting sort of milestones mm. that you hit that you would like to share. Um, the biggest one I did first was in my 10th grade, I shot with Hedy Slimane for Document Journal. Um, He's now the head of Celine. Oh. But he was taking, and before that, he was doing Dior, and I'm such a fan of his Dior era, and he kind of shaped a lot of, like, modern men's fashion. Um, and and then he was at Saint Laurent, but then, um, 
I don't know, he's fired or something. I don't know the full the full <laughs> intricacy of that. I don't <laughs> know how it works, but they wanted a new look or something. I'm not sure. Anyways, then he took a break from fashion, and this this piece in Document Journal was this editorial was kind of um, Document Journal is a New York based magazine with a fantastic team. Just to clarify. Um, this one girl, Sean, is the U.S. fashion editor who is such a dear, sweet lady. Um, and I've worked with them multiple times over the past few years with, and they've always been so kind. Um, but this was like one of the first big things I did with them. I think I'd done one, one or two more little shoots with them. Um, I flew out to L.A. and... My, I mean, it was a, it was a whole fiasco, like figuring out the flight and how much school I could miss. Um, my father was extremely opposed to the idea because I think it involved me missing a Thursday or Friday, and maybe a Monday. I don't remember. I had to take a red eye back and then go to school the next day after taking the train home on from Newark oh Airport. That was a disaster. Was I was I was I back at that point? Or yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. That was oh, in okay. the spring. No, that was in like okay. February. No, that was in December. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that was super fun. It was just really this kind of newfound independence I hadn't really experienced before in my life. I was very much on my own for that. Um, and the whole thing was really fun. Um, and I pro I, I've always, like, going to L.A. is always a lot of fun. I've probably had, I, I only really go for jobs, and I've probably gone back maybe five or six times since, and they always have the nicest accommodations, I have to say that. <laughs> um, where, where do you, what are the accommodations like for a modeling gig? Well, it depends. Um, sometimes mm -hmm. they're nasty. Um, other times they can be super nice. And like last time I went there, I stayed at this like rocker hotel. It's like the Sunset Marquee or something. And they had this giant um, like billboard poster of... Um, what was it like Jimi Hendrix or something over the pool it was like super kind of oh, kitschy and fun so cool. <laughs> um, that sounds very plush yeah <laughs> uh but yeah that that was definitely a highlight um doing uh flying out also to LA for, for um Tyler the Creator's like runway video was really fun uh, I lo I did a Gucci ad in Mary Claire Mag recently, which was fun. Was that the one that you just posted on your it, Instagram it about? Was. I came. Oh, oh you guys love that! Let me just tell you, he was like, you were like in, you were holding some, you were holding like French different books of like French literature. I was. You had on like glasses, and you had on like this adorable little sweater, and I was just like so attracted to you in those photos. Oh, oh my god, stop. I think I reposted that on our Instagram. <laughs> Uh, you looked just so, so just good. like the intellectual that you are. You know what? Um, we actually took some other ones of me like balancing petit palms on my head. I wish they had they had used those. I it want that so photo. Cool. I'm I gonna hang that in my hallway. <laughs> Honestly, um, a picture that picture just like blown up and put above like Phoebe's like dinner table. I think that would just be a perfect. I think that would look, <laughs> or even just above my bed. I think Soulless that would look ginger oh, right. always that watching. All right. <laughs> um. And this like is also a plug, always yeah. watching the food made by Amanda. Go go, yeah, go follow sister, Cooks for Phoebe or whatever. No, feed, feeding, feeding Phoebe. Feeding, feeding Phoebe, Phoebe. Phoebe, I think, <laughs> is that my sister has made an Instagram account to document how she feeds me during this quarantine. So shout out to my sister Amanda for making me amazing, beautiful meals all the time. Um, I did help cook dinner tonight, though, so that was exciting. Um, you like Cinderella. I, just, I made rice. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> but it was like really good rice. Wow. It was really good rice. I'm not, it was brown rice. So you got extra fiber in there. Yeah. You know, I've yeah. always, I've never been able to get the perfect cook on a high fiber. It's just, I can't believe you've done it. It's, no, it's actually difficult. Okay, Simon, it's actually difficult. Um, I think Simon, have you cooked anything? <laughs> you know, I actually, I have. Um, I recently cooked myself a cookie that I got from the cabinet that I ate an hour ago. You know, I don't do much of the cooking around the house, but I have done a good <laughs> bit of gardening recently. That's how I kept myself sane during quarantine. Oh my god! So you have a green thumb? No, it's still a kind of nasty shade of yellow, but it's coming to a chartreuse soon. I think. Oh, okay. Simon, it's aren't a you a Virgo pee. rising? I I do have a Virgo rising. So Virgos and any Virgo placements, they love plants and planting. Like any, mm. if you're a Virgo or if you know someone with Virgo placements, like they're definitely going to be those people with thousand plants in their house or who love gardening or anything like that so that definitely makes sense just have a kind of nasty soil smell to their body at all times yeah exactly yeah (laughs) for that yeah and then in the end they sort of just morph into a plant or what it's like they just grow into their plants yeah (laughs) right i think i'm definitely not a virgo because there's currently a plant rotting on my desk in st andrews well we need to remove that let me go. Let me break into your flat, Junia, and just like tidy it up. Oh, I just can do it. Just hop the fence. I'll do it. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, and then I can steal all your clothes. Steal my clothes. Yeah. <laughs> um, that got tragically left behind. Oh. The tragedies of coronavirus. Junia's whole wardrobe is left on the other side of the ocean. <laughs> I know, but they're so painfully close to you. Like they could be getting some use. But, and, like, we are the same shoe size. I don't know where I'd be wearing your shoes, but I could just, you know, walk them around, you know, okay, keep I, them I don't know where you could wear them, but you could certainly rock them in your own home. I definitely could. Um, um, but on the topic of gardening... Sorry, Simon, I just interrupted you. <laughs> um, today I went to the, the plant store with my mother and got an assortment of houseplants and new pots. It was a delightful and stressful little journey. Um, and yesterday we cut down some trees and I did the manual labor of throwing all the logs into a gully. I felt like a real strong man. I'm not going to lie. May may I ask Simon, what's a gully? Isn't it like a little, it's like a little, it's like a little little mini valley kind of thing, right? Oh, a valley. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. See, learning. Is that, is that the wrong word? I don't know. No, 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 no. A water run. Yeah, yeah, that's right. A little canyon. A gorge. Little canyon. A gorge. Okay. Eroded by water in particular, which is true. This was, happened to be eroded by water. (laughs) Eroded by water. Um, So everyone, uh, that's what a gully is. Take note. um, But I spend most of my time here. um, I'm a crossword fanatic. I do them every day. Um, Where do you get your crosswords? I love the New York Times, of course. Will Schwartz will forever be my icon. Um... (laughs) Not really anywhere else. I mean, that's it. Sometimes at the airport, I love to pick up those like four ninety nine, on a at a good airport six ninety nine at a bad airport little mm-hmm. word crossword booklets. Um, People would always be that was like the activity to do in the Saint Anne's Library was crosswords. People would get into very heated crossword um, <laughs> moments. Debates. I've never been inside Saint <laughs> Anne's, but I feel like that is the vibe about the school. Or no. That library, yeah, I feel like is. the vibe, but the image you have of the library is different. 
The library's a little crusty. <laughs> no, the library is so beautiful. Simon, compared to this like ugly ass library we have here at St. Andrews, I'm sorry oh, to criticize the library. <laughs> Openly, um, publicly. Well, we have two libraries. I shouldn't criticize it like that. That's really no, that's true. And I do apologize for my language. I shouldn't criticize a library of all places like that. But I just really I miss the St. Anne's library because it's like so. Yeah, it's like a little bit crumbly, but it has so much character and. I'm actually staring at a book on my bookshelf. Okay, book but like, I'm a little bit yeah. crumbly, but I have a little bit of character, you know? No, exactly. I mean, I wouldn't call you crumbly, Junia, but... Um, oh, thank you. Definitely you have character. <laughs> um, I have a book on my bookshelf that I stole from the St. Anne's Library, and it makes me so happy. What What book is it? Yeah. It's like it's like Essays on Proust, and no one had checked it out since like 2011. So I feel oh, like I almost rescued it. Speaking you know of Proust, just finished in my... One, one thing that is St. Anne's is very strong in is their French department because the founder was an extreme Francophone. Um, and we've just finished reading uh, Confessions of a Young Girl. I'm not going to say it because I don't want any French speakers to make fun of my accent right now. Um, you have Simon has an amazing French accent. Uh, it's not perfect. Um... And we just finished Confessions of a Young Girl by Proust, and turns out, and I was ranting to Phoebe the other day about how I'm feeling very done with Proust, and this story really has kind of no consequence to me. Um, but turns out the other day, Phoebe, Rosalie, mm-hmm. my teacher, describing to me that it's actually about the, the like, kind of terrifying um, insecurity he had of his mother finding out that the fact that he was a homosexual. I told you. I told you. There's I always had an underlying. No idea. Yeah, you didn't know. You didn't know Proust was gay. No, I mean I knew he was a fag of a sort, but. <laughs> I told Simon a really interesting fact for our listeners. Do you remember what I told you last week, Simon, about Proust? That he liked to fuck rats. No, he didn't fuck the rats, Simon. He just <laughs> he would he would like. It's like rumored. I don't know if it's like rumored that he didn't have any like actually. Any, I don't know. Did he like, watch it on? He then play in the, until to the death in the bathhouse. No, 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 no. So basically, whenever he felt the need or the urge, he would like call in one of his servants to bring in rats in cages, and like he either he would stab them or he would have the servant stab the rats. And at the moment that the rat was stabbed, he would like experience. The height well, of pleasure. No, you, oh. you came. Yeah, I was just trying to put it a little more nicely for our listeners. Poor um, my grandpa, so my grandpa oh, does lecture this friend. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, my grandpa's French, so it's okay. So um, he would derive pleasure from watching rats get stabbed. Yeah. That's Thank you I for read. breaking it down to all the listeners out there. <laughs> right. I just thought it so, needed to be clarified. Everyone, yes. go read Proust. Go read Proust. <laughs> Wait, I'm Simon, so, so inspired you... to read Proust now. Thank you. <laughs> Simon, what are you, what are you reading next in your French class? Because I'm really excited about this one. We are reading Bonjour Tristesse, which is a novel by Ugh. Francois Sardon. I um, love this book so much. And we've just started it, but I'm quite excited because I feel like every single person I've talked to who's read this is like, oh my god, it's really made, I made love my childhood. This book. And I, you know, I have so not, so please tell me what it's about. Simon, I mean, Junior, this is the one I just recommended to you yesterday. Oh, okay, then please, one tell, of them. Yeah. Um, please tell all the listeners what it's about, too. Yeah, Simon. With no spoils. Um, it's, I mean... I think you would probably know better than I do, but it's I, should, it's like a seventeen-year-old well, yeah. girl who's spending her summer in the French Riviera, um, 
with her father, who's like this handsome, attractive player. Um, and I think the what is the word in French? It's a like chaser of skirts. I forget how to say it. <laughs> is this um, about incest? You no, know, this it is not about like incest. Uh, we've already it's covered not, that actually, topic on the pod. We've covered incest <laughs> on the pod. So, all, so basically, she's spending the uh, the summer with her father, and her mother died when she was a baby. So she's never really had a mother figure. And her mother's friend. Wait, wait, don't spoil it, don't spoil that. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Comes to spend the summer with them, with her and the father. And things get very heated. And it's really good. Um, But, you know, she was very inspired by Proust. She says that, you know, Proust, she owes Proust everything. Or, like, her pen, she wrote with her pen steeped in Proust. And even she took her name from Proust. Um from a character in Proust. So, yeah. I also, my other favorite, which I love even more, is A Certain Smile um, by the same author, and it's so good. This one's about a 20-year-old student (laughs) who starts to have an affair with her Mm. boyfriend's uncle. So it's not quite incest. It's just, like, leaning towards that way. Um, Really good. I love that one even more. Okay, but (laughs) spicy topics are always (laughs) worth a read. We love a spicy, spicy topic. topic. Yeah. That's all I seem to be reading at the moment because I just like I need some excitement. No, because life, the rest of our lives are so bland at the moment. Yeah. So we yeah. get our spice from through books. Exactly. Simon, how far? What part are you at in the book? We're literally on like the fourth page. Okay, that's so exciting. <laughs> I just remember. That's what I, just I thought remember, too. <laughs> she eats. I remember for breakfast. She says, um, "The main character, whose name I forget. What's the main character's name?" Uh, right, right, right. Um, she eats half an orange, or like a tangerine for breakfast, and um, like on the French Riviera. And I just remember thinking when I read that, like, oh, she's so good at counting her calories. (laughs) Look at her, good girl, good girl. Um, yeah, I actually had half a grapefruit for my breakfast, but I also had toast. Uh, A grapefruit is so much larger than a tangerine. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So, Simon, do you want to tell us, Simon, in addition to being very intelligent, in addition to being beautiful, in addition to being a model, he's also an amazing so, visual artist. So he's perfect. Is that what he's I'm He's literally hearing? perfect. I'm yeah. pretty mean. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually do that. Okay, yeah. but I'm, I'm in, like, a, in a perfect way. Nice. No, you're so nice, Simon. We're all just kidding. Um, but, Simon, tell us about your visual art that you make. Um, I draw, and I've been sketching quite a lot while I've been here. Um I have been really obsessed recently with a lot of socialist realism. So this totally will intrigue you, wow. Phoebe. Um, so, I mean, it's they're all like kind of these like utopian images that the um, Soviet rule was uh, endorsing at the time. Um, Arkady Plastov, I'm not going to pronounce any of these correctly. Pla- uh, Pavel Korin. Arkady. Um, Pavel. Pavel. <laughs> there was one that you posted on your Instagram, Dimitri something. I remember I saw his Z- Zelensky, in Russia and I love it. Yeah, oh, I, I think my favorite of the entire genre. Um, and so Simon, when I was in Russia, I saw when I was in Russia, I saw one of his paintings and I immediately thought of you. And it was before really? we even talked about him. The one mm-hmm. of like the in the gymnasium. Yeah. You know, wow, you about? saw that I in literally, real life? I saw that in the Russian Museum. Wow. Yeah, in St. Petersburg. That's a beautiful And I literally, painting. I thought of, I thought of you immediately. And we had never discussed it before. I just like, mm. I was like, Simon would love this painting. I do. I love that painting. The colors are gorgeous. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm, 
I've been looking at a lot of that. A lot of early Klimt I've been loving recently. His drawings are gorgeous. <gasps> I love Klimt. Um, and what are the other ones? I have a little doc here. Um, I have also kind of... Uh, I, yesterday I was practicing uh, in my drawing class with... Um, this Russian woman, there's so much Russian we're talking about, about this oh, Russian woman who's taught me, who teaches my drawing class, who has kind of been my mentor in so many ways, and Katya, I probably shouldn't give her last name. Um. She's, I don't think she would mind. She might, actually. She's one of my top, she's one of my top Russians that I've ever, like, encountered. I would say top Historical, 10 favorite people real. for me. Yeah, me too. Like, I, she wasn't even, I only had her once, and I wasn't even, like, really in like the advanced drawing classes but she, she's just such a queen she's really like a fairy tale babushka is how i would describe she her. really is yeah um, wow. she she is a house like 20 minutes away from me up here um which is super uh, convenient and i mean she has also she was kind of the inspiration why, for why me is to start it convenient because it's 20 minutes away and i'm we're three hours so they away can from hang New out. City. They, uh. they can hang out. They've been hanging out, and I'm really jealous. And she has tested positive for antibodies, so now we don't have to socially distance anymore. Wait, so she had it? Or oh, she, she did. The 73-year-old woman. Oh, my woman. God. Katya. <gasps> she powered oh through. I'm so proud of her. Oh, my God. She's a strong, she's a strong Russian woman. Um, but yeah. she's taught me pretty much everything I know for drawing. I started taking her classes in 10th grade, um, and it just kind of... St. Anne's is such an amazing education in so many ways, but it's really free, especially when it comes to the art classes. So I, and even just kind of growing up, I feel like in modern times that constant teaching when it comes to visual art is like, do you just like lean into all of your desires, lean into all of your, uh, just wants and, uh, feelings and you'll produce great art, which is kind of, it's not something I disagree with. I just never really had the foundation and the teaching about other art that I think really informs great art. So, right. um, that makes so she much sense. started that journey for me. Um, really did, at first it was just like a really, I feel like I kind of had to be broken down in order to be built back up. So there were some very, uh, tense times in that class, but I've come out of it with my own defined taste and feeling much more comfortable and aware of my art um, and That's all so other beautiful. art in general. So many thanks to her. Um, I remember she would always start our painting classes. I took her painting classes just my first year at Sands. Um, she would always start with like a little informative session about like a different time of art or like a different style or period. And she would ask us questions. And if we didn't know the answer, she would just say, she would just sigh and be like, Oh, stupid American youth. Uneducated. See, she's very peculiar because she's quite the Italophile, but she's this Russian woman, so she has this extremely specific accent that has all the kind of mouthiness of a normal Russian accent, but this extreme Italian flair. It's it I have to say it's quite fun to poke fun I love her accent. I I I really love a Russian accent, but hers is quite amazing. I like, um, so, I like your no. Russian accent, Phoebe. Oh, my Russian accent? Well, my Russian accent will have to come out on a later podcast. <laughs> I, do have a, I do have a Russian alter ego. Her name is Madame Ludmilla. Oh. She's, a, she's a Russian... She's um, a six foot seven spy. No, yeah, for sure. But she's <laughs> also a size like three old, shoe. She's also like an old... Um, 
Russian ballet teacher who's since been working in France and Switzerland. She came over before, kind of during the revolution. Somehow she's still alive. Um, she's fun, but she usually comes out later in the evening. So maybe once <laughs> oh. we're all more familiar oh. on this podcast, she'll Two come glasses out. of wine. Yeah. And, you know. yeah, exactly. Currently I have no alcohol in me, so Madame Lumilla is put to rest. I have no alcohol, but three espressos coursing through my veins. I, I ha- I've been having so much coffee lately, too. I've I just had, had like, the lar- largest iced coffee, which is something that I didn't learn to appreciate until after I moved to America. But yeah, Americans do love an iced coffee. I love an iced coffee. I've, I think it's just I've a general obsession with yeah. ice. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Ice, ice is like ice. not a thing anywhere else. Junia, do you have ice in Iceland? We actually do, but not not to the extent of like you know every how everybody in America or loads of people in America will have like ice makers in their fridge, yeah, like that automatically like poop out ice. Like we don't have yeah. that in Iceland, and um, I guess and like when you go to the restaurant, your ice your glass is just eighty percent ice here. But and well, that may I or may not be yeah. true. <laughs> I haven't had I, ice in a really. I mean, long depends time. on where where you are, obviously. But um, I I have to say it's one thing. As though I am in many ways a shameful American, I will not be shameful about the fact that ice is supreme. No, ice is so great. It literally. Ice I is... I, I learned <laughs> Listen, to like We're talking coffee. about ice. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking that we're not talking about the immigration, whatever the horrible people. We're just talking about frozen water. <laughs> We don't, we don't sponsor ice on this podcast. Is there an ice um, company that we can ask to sponsor us? Oh, wait, let's... Wait, that's not ice, sponsored by meth.com. Good <laughs> ice. Um, yeah, so... Okay, we so are not sponsored by meth. No, I'm Just glad that yes. we all established that we love ice. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Simon, you have to tell us. Simon had a really cool internship in Florence last summer. Do you want to tell us briefly about that? Um, Gladly. Um, I, last summer, lived in Florence for a bit, over a month, doing art restoration. Um, Wow. I scammed my way into this, (laughs) like, college exchange, uh, exchange program by maybe or maybe not photoshopping my passport. Um, to say I was a year older than I am. But oh, not to get amazing. to the country, to be clear. Um, no, sometimes you have to do stuff like that. You know, yeah, you do. Right? No, I have no problem with that. That's this is the definition of work smarter, not harder. Yeah. So exactly. we we every morning we would come in at eleven and just scrub paintings. There was two weeks that we went down to Calabria to a town called Rocampiriale, and worked on this fresco that had just been recently excavated. Um, they were digging, and they found this rock that wasn't really part of the region at all, and or not native to it, and they dug a bit more, and there was an entire church. Wow. So it was kind of wow. a crazy discovery they made, and it and you were was part in of the great team? condition. No, no, I was not part of the digging. I, this oh. was after the digging had been done. Um, I My job was to... The, so. Part of the church on one of the walls um, was a fresco that was relatively intact. I mean, it had been underground, so it was like covered in silica and calcium. It was pretty damaged, and restoration had been done a year ago or two years ago, or whenever it was like just um, dug up to hold the rocks together. And they taped 
bandages all over the front of it with cow's glue, which is way too harsh. Um, and a lot of our work was just melting off this cow's glue with warm water and scraping oh off calcium and silica off a 70-foot wall with scalpels. That sounds very wow. physical. Yeah, well, I'm not going to lie. It was it, One thing I loved about this uh, apprenticeship is that it made me realize I do not want to be a restorer. <laughs> Oh, well, you had that experience, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was was great. Right, and what an amazing story. Yeah, and I also, I got to exercise my extreme Italophilia. (laughs) And you actually speak, you speak quite good Italian, I would say. I would say I speak, yeah, (laughs) to someone who speaks no, yeah. (laughs) I can say basta, and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how many languages do you speak, Simon? Um, I speak English, French, and I don't think I should claim that I speak Italian. Uh, Wait, I, I speak a bit speak, here and there. Don't you speak Hebrew? No. <laughs> like, I, I think that there, I, I learned Hebrew starting at when I was six years old or five years old or something up until I was like 13. Um, and you would think that I would be re- pretty fluent by now or if I, uh, by then I would be, but the Hebrew program at this that school was so bad, so I didn't retain much of it. Um, mm-hmm. well, and, but there are still here, words yeah. here and there that I, I make yeah. make out when someone is speaking. It sounds to me when I go over to your house, um, when I've been over to your house for dinner, it sounds like you speak very Hebrew very well. Girl, you listen to one prayer. <laughs> okay, but it sounds, it's very impressive to me. <laughs> she listened to the blessing over the wine and Miss Thing thinks that she's a fluent Hebrew. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Hooray, Priha Goffin listeners. Um, okay, Simon. Yeah. Okay, Junior, do you want to ask Simon our favorite bonus question that we've been asking all our guests? Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Is it the one about music? Yes, it is. Okay, so bonus question. What type of... Okay, well, I guess tell us a little bit about your music taste and what you've been listening to recently. Like something that you really love listening to recently. So I think that my music taste is probably a great reflection of the fact that I am an Aries sun with an Aquarius moon and a Virgo Wait, let's rising. Just, let's just <laughs> unpack that. Can I just break that down? Okay, right. everyone. So I am also an Aries. So I think that's kind of what attracted Simon and I to each other in this supposedly science class that I supposedly attended once or twice. <laughs> um, so Simon and, I, Simon and I are both Aries sons and both of our sons fall into the eighth house did you know that simon i think you may have mentioned it once or i've twice. mentioned to you before <laughs> i've mentioned to you before and simon's simon's moon is an aquarius and aquarius is like especially with the lunar placement it's kind of freaky sign freaky not like super emotional but very intellectual i always find myself drawn to aquarius moons my grandpa um same one who's listening to this podcast is also an aries with an aquarius moon hi gaga Hi, Gaga. We love you. So Yes, um, Gaga. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. And so, and Virgo rising. I think it's so interesting that you're a Virgo rising. Virgo risings. Well, you talk about it, Simon. It's, it's you. I think this just is my, like, arrogance. The, like, the way that I kind of, uh, I personally feel as though I kind of come off. A tad well, pretentious, Ari- and not always in a bad way, but I not think that a, I don't this think is kind of drive way, you know, to do that from the Virgo. You know, Proust was this a snob. Obsession. He yeah. was like a famous snob. 
you know, it's not a bad thing to be a snob sometimes. I think um, I think it can serve as a great like protective layer. Mm. You know? Or just like it, it leads you to the best things in life, you know. Or that, yeah. Uh but Aries can be a little bit arrogant sometimes. And I think Aquarians moons can be like because they're so they kind of stand out and they're kind of like the black sheep lunar placement, like that can make them potentially a little arrogant too, but like in a very like intellectual stimulating way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think that my Aquarius moon is probably what shows through most of my music taste because it covers an incredibly wide breadth and yet it's extremely niche at the same time. Um, I listen to, uh, it kind of always comes in cycles. I had, enjoy the same genres, but kind of switch them in and out through the different moments in time. Um, I listen to a lot of techno a lot of house, uh, a lot of classical, choral, um, some rap here and there, mostly uh, in my homosexual taste, uh, female <laughs> rap and like French rap, um, and a lot of 80s synth rock or Italo disco-esque stuff. Wow. I feel like, can I say, can I say that I am like slightly responsible for getting you more into classical? You totally are. You, you don't even... Okay. Totally deserve claim for that. Um, so what what have you been enjoying that's classical lately? Because I don't really know too much about all the others. Um, I have been loving the um, Bach concerto in D minor a lot. Oh, Ooh. wait, the uh, violin concerto? I, on it's piano. <laughs> Honestly, oh. I listen oh to a lot God, of classical, wait, I just got but I'm so not... m- messed up. I just got so mixed up. There's no violin concerto in D major. There's no Bach violin concerto. No, I think there is. There's wait, there is. Violins. There's an A minor. There There's an A minor one. Or, or D minor. Yeah, I played that. I just forgot. It's okay, Junia. Junia's just played such a... Um, a rich repertoire. She can't keep. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, well, but pretty much, so... Chopin is probably my favorite all time. Okay, uh, me too. Absolutely. Me too, That's... guys. I visited Chopin. You can go see Chopin's heart. It's in this church in Warsaw, and I dragged Amanda halfway across Poland to go to Warsaw for one day <laughs> because I was like, "This is a pilgrimage. I need to go see Chopin's heart." Pilgrimage. She was so annoyed. It was like two <laughs> degrees out. Um, I literally, we took like a four-hour train ride to Warsaw. I saw Chopin's heart, and I was a happy girl. That's amazing. Yeah, I love Chopin. My grandmother's a um, pianist, so she, I grew up listening to her playing Chopin like all the time. And mm. um, it's my favorite thing to listen to when I'm studying. I don't know why piano music just sits really well in my brain when I'm studying. Um, and it's just like, I don't know, I, it's so like typical, I guess, but Chopin is just my absolute, I have so many Chopin playlists for different mm. moods. I see. I can never listen to it while I'm studying. It's way too, there's far too much, um, stimulation going on for me. I listen to mostly <laughs> lo-fi techno, um, when I'm studying and throw, <laughs> you listen to techno like, when you're studying? oh no, no, but lo-fi, it's, it's like, com- it's, it's the other simple. way around. It's like the exact. Yeah. It's extreme, like musical simplicity. Like there's very little going on in the song. And sh- shout out to my Spotify. I make playlists. If anyone would like to follow them, Simon Lieber. Simon, They're I, still I deeply in work. <laughs> um, but on another note, I also have been loving the 
London Electric Orchestra's album Re Colon Works Reworks, um, where they basically took all of these classical pieces and remix them kind of using ambient technology or ambient wow. method. It's really that beautiful. Like, that yeah. sounds like the type of stuff I was supposed to learn about in my electronic music class had I paid attention. <laughs> Judy apparently missed like a third of this module because she just didn't attend these classes that she thought she wasn't supposed to. That was a real me thing to do, Junia. I Yeah, but like, whatever. <laughs> If it's anyone okay. from the St. Andrews okay. board listened to this podcast, you two are both fucked. I mean, well, I, think I don't think they that. care too much about their music department, to be honest. So I think it's okay. <laughs> they don't. They don't give it enough value, anyways. So they really, they really don't. Actually, they just built a whole new music center, so <laughs> that might be wrong. But I'm sorry for if we've criticized you. If you're someone out there and you're listening to this podcast and you feel personally victimized by it. Just send us like hate mail on our Instagram. <laughs> I want hate mail. We'll send me some spice. I need like, it in we'll my work life. We'll it out. You know, we'll make a settlement. Um, yeah. Yes, hate is just as welcome <laughs> to us as compliments. Honestly, you know that's honestly that's a mentality I live by. Like I think dislike is just as important as like, and it brings so much joy to people. Why not dislike things? I so enjoy. It when my friends dislike fuel. something. Yeah, I mean when my friends dislike something that I like, I find to me that is there's there's it's just as great as finding a like like I I would yeah. so much rather someone vocalize their extreme distaste for something I do. Love that. Rather there's than be like agnostic. For debate. Yeah. I don't yeah, um, I I'd much rather people be opinionated and share their opinions with me rather than just not care. And Phoebe tell us dear what in our in our star signs connects that for us? Oh, you you and Junia. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking about this. Junia is a Taurus. Simon, you are Taurus um, Venus. Taurus Venus is probably what's Taurus, doing that. No, but you have you have Venus and Mars in Taurus, and Junia is a Taurus, and I do have Mars, Saturn, and Jupiter in Taurus. So we have a lot of Taurus energy here. Oh wow! And I think yeah. I mean, Junia is the Taurus here, so she would be the expert, right? I would say that Tauruses can be very opinionated, like very stubborn in their brains. I think stubborn is like the main thing. And like, honestly, like, okay, I don't, again, I don't want to like personally victimize any Zodiac signs out there, but some Zodiac signs are just flimsy. And Taurus is not one of those. Taurus (laughs) is going to stand strong in their opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tauruses aren't pushovers. open all the Pisces listening to this. Okay, but it's like not only Pisces. Like, I'm sorry. We love you, Pisces. I I have Pisces, Venus, and Mercury, so like I appreciate Piscean energy. But yeah, that is kind of who I was thinking about. Um, I, but I have to say, I think that like Venus and Taurus, especially, really informs likes and dislikes. Like my the just general uh, kind of physical obsession and attraction I have with things is deep. But that's also Mars because. That's also Mars because Mars is our physicality. So you're Mars and Taurus probably too. Mm, it is. Oh, wow. Conjunct. Yeah. Um, okay. So I have one last question to ask you, Simon, and it's about me. So what is your... <laughs> what is your what is Big shock. <laughs> Sorry, that was my Leo rising coming in. Mm. Um, what is your favorite memory with me? I love these. I love these questions. Oh, there are too They're many so to sweet. count, Phoebe. We've well, had so many adventures now. We've spent 
what a good amount of time together frolicking in Paris, just us two. We we really have. Which is, I have to say, probably doesn't sound exotic to you many Europeans listening, but to two Americans, to two New Yorkers, that's a big deal. It's over the pond. Um, I, did you have some well, fun just, stories It's just over Paris? the channel. Oh yeah, Simon, tell fun stories from Paris. Well, there's one time where we're fighting to get a table at... Oof. Cafe Genou? Chez Genou? Which one is it? Chez Genou. I think we should tell the, the story of this night kind of from the beginning, but we can... You it's long. Oh, start. my God. No, no, no. We cannot tell that from the beginning. We're not going to... Okay, uh, I'm going to say it in terms that it's, it's appropriate. I'm, no, no, no. I'm going to say you say or you do it. No names. What? No names. Uh, Simon, obviously, I'm not going to say any names. You know me. Basically, don't worry. Basically, like, I just wanted to go to Chez Genou the whole night, okay? Because I had just gone to Paris. I want to go to Chez Genou. I want to get their chocolate mousse. If any of you have been to Chez Genou, you know they just bring you this big vat of chocolate mousse for dessert and you just <laughs> help yourself. And it's really good chocolate mousse. That's all I wanted in my life. Simon was, like, hell-bent on getting couscous for dinner. I'm like, okay, let's go to Chez Omar. They have the best couscous in Paris. He's like, no, we have to go to this other place. It's like on the other side of Paris. So I meet him there for some couscous. Of course, it's full. Okay, we go to Chez Omar for couscous. We can't walk into Chez Omar because someone who <laughs> Simon doesn't want to run into is in Chez Omar. And I'm like, Simon, who, I can Okay, see that well, we could just be clarify this. I had gone on a date with this man oh. that night and telling him that okay. me and my friend Phoebe were likely going to go to Chez Omar for dinner. Here yeah. he so is, sitting in the front of the damn Oh, so that was weird. It wasn't but a also, coincidence, was what it? What was weird is, like, I saw him. I, you don't even see him. I saw him. And I was like, Simon, that's him. So then we can't go to Chez Omar. So then we <laughs> end up at Chez Genoux, where I wanted to go from the fucking beginning of the night. And so anyways, Simon, you, you talk. Um, where we, we, it's a disaster how many people are trying to get a table at this place. We eventually go to the side and go up to the waiter and we're like, excuse me, can we can we snag that table that looks like the people just left? He's like, oh, no, not that one, but that one in the back is going to be ready in a second. So this always seems to happen with me and Phoebe, too. We, Last time we Simon, were we together, just together, yeah, we, we, we skipped the entire line. line at Musée d'Orsay. Every time it happens, oh there's some sort of luck we have. Um, it's just the two of us together, you know? Yeah, all the energy. So much um, power and energy, wow. <laughs> so we, um, we sit down at this table. It's, I mean... Ordering is taking a while, and there's this group of people next to us who I kind of try... I mean, I'm always someone who tries to make conversation. It probably has to do with my... My mother is just someone who will walk up to literally any person in the world and ask them whatever she's thinking. Whereas me, I'm like, everyone... I'm like, everyone get away from me. (laughs) So I'm trying to make conversation with these people. It's not going so well. They're a little bit standoffish. Um... And they're speaking really loud, and we're right next to them at this table. Um, so it, it's 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 a bit unsettling. We're, we're there throughout all of dinner, um, and we, we're waiting to get this chocolate mousse now for the longest time. Um, and they have this the giant vat of chocolate mousse with them, and they, at this place, um, they give you a giant bowl of it, and then they throw out whatever you don't eat. It's literally the size of two human faces. It's gigantic. Oh my so, god. So <laughs> me and my extreme uh unshamefulness, I uh I just asked to I, I strike no, up like some conspiring. sort of conversation. You, you I don't kind remember of like you moved in there, you know, and then I think it started like... with me asking her what language she was speaking. Um and 
And um, basically, she says she's speaking Polish. Me and Phoebe are like, oh, I would have never guessed. Oh, so surprising. And <laughs> she gives us the vat of chocolate mousse eventually. And we dig in, not having to pay. Um, it was oh. a delightful night. Oh, and then we go to the house party of um, my friend who I had never met until that moment. He was a, a friend <laughs> of a friend. My best friend. No, no <laughs> my, my good friend Raphael, um, who is the sweetest of all sweeties. He was and so nice. I loved him. We we go to his friend's birthday party and I mean, he greets us at the door. Know. He introduces us to everyone. He's so kind. Um, and Phoebe gets drunk. I have never seen Phoebe this drunk before. No, Simon, I was not. I said, Simon, I, I okay, this is not. She claims she wasn't drunk. She was drunk. And Phoebe I was just is a, a Britney Spears dancer at this party. Everyone is completely infatuated. Her moves have seduction technique that only Vegas strippers have mastered. Oh, um, I would pay <laughs> so much money. Oh, girl, you don't have to, to pay. I'm going to send you the videos after this podcast is done. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There are videos. That's just me. Like, I was a dancer. I enjoyed dancing. I wasn't drunk. You, I had one uh, shot of something. There's a difference between me. dancing and being a hoe, and you succeeded at both. Well, I walked the line, okay? No, but you you gave me a shot of something because I was nervous because I felt I was jet lagged, I was tired, I didn't feel like I was cool enough for this party. I was then I wanted to speak French. I started speaking French because apparently I can speak fluent French after a shot of whatever that was you gave me. So I was just having I don't know, I was having a Parisian moment. You know, she had a delay everyone was so impressed by her French. It was a big success that party. We stayed there till five a.m. <laughs> it was really fun. Oh my god, yeah. I love it. I, Phoebe, you've told me this story a few times, um, and I just love hearing it every time. It just really takes me. You know, it transports me. That was just that was a really special evening we had. Mm-hmm. It was fun, right? And you had some fun conversations with some ladies there, right? Oh, I like befriended this French girl who was totally insane. Oh, uh, <laughs> which one? I forget her name, but she was like. It was, like, at that point, like, 4.30 in the morning. I don't know where the hell you were, Simon. So I was, like, sitting in the kitchen with this girl. She was, like, smoking into my face. She was telling me, like, <laughs> she was, like, musing on love. And, like, she was, like, what is love? She was, like, telling me about, like, her dad's, like, affair. Oh my like, God. her mom's affair with the dad's best friend. I was, like, oh, my God, I'm living for this. Um, <laughs> yeah, we really had a nice chat in the kitchen. <laughs> That's so sweet. So that was a good, that was a good Phoebe memory. But I have I have many more. I loved her coming upstate with my family. That was like a spur of the moment decision. All of our our hangouts are spur of the moment decisions. Where yeah. all of a sudden, like with the three days that we will be in proximity each of, of each other or something, we're moving. I don't know miles to see each other. So she's in New York. I don't know last summer for who knows how long a week or something. And one, and I was there, yeah, for more because I was working. I had an internship, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry again. My bad memory decides to rear its ugly head. Um, and but she came upstate to this house, and it's I, I just have I'm so happy that um, my uh, my life has been spent with so long at this point being friends with Phoebe. How I know. I was just it? thinking Five how we met. Now? Like it's gonna be four years in the fall. I mean, I'm sure I saw you around maybe at Cineas. It's crazy. Um, Wow, but I mean, crazy. I can't help yeah. but just to be jealous that you've been friends with her for so long because I've only known Phoebe for less than a year. But Junia, it's like both with both of you, you guys, I just feel like kind of like faded. You guys feel like my soulmates and I love you both so much. So. Oh my God, I love um, you, Phoebe. Yeah, 
And both you guys, I just love to like talk people up on the pod. Both you guys have brought <laughs> such light into my life. And I feel like I met you both in such like spontaneous ways, you know, like who, who do you meet in like a science class you don't even go to? And who do you right? meet like <laughs> on a field, you know, it's like amazing how you meet Murderers. Um, so Simon, do you have anything else to say to yeah, our any listeners? Yeah, any last words of any wisdom? Any stories? Yeah. Um, no. Okay. okay. And with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, follow your heart, be yourself, <laughs> and don't be afraid to put more ketchup on it. That's really great advice. <laughs> it's, such, it's so beautiful. I'm, so, I'm such um, a poet. And that was so bad. Yeah. And with that, we uh, bid you adieu. Thank you, Red Wine White Couch. Thank I did you, not spill Simon for Lieber. the record. Oh, we're oh, so using glad. my government name. Oh, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, everybody who came and listened to our third podcast. I can't believe we're already at three. So I'm lying. And don't forget to check out our new website um, if you want to learn more about Simon and maybe even see some of his art that he would want to share with us. Oh, oh I'd love yes. to. Go to um, www.brazzers.com. I don't know what that is. Definitely go to But do go on www.redwinewhitecouch.com. That's the one. That's the one. Um, check it out. Do check it out. And yes, we love you and see you next week. We love you. Bye. Thank Bye. you so much for having me. Red wine, white couch. Red wine, white couch. Red wine, white couch. Red wine, red wine. Red wine, red wine, white couch. Red wine, white couch. Red wine, white couch, red wine, white couch, red wine, red wine.